All right. <laughs> Welcome back to our tipsy table read session for season two, episode four. I'm John. I write and produce the Portalville podcast. I'm Jen. I pay, p- play. I play the reporter August Potts. It's a tongue twister. Play the reporter August Potts. Bots, do you say? Pots. Pots. All right. I should mention, uh, if you guys need to stock up for your Halloween parties, you need some booze. Cocalero. And if you go check them out, shopcocalero.com, you can use our coupon code PORTAL10 to get 10% off select bottles. And I'll tell you, this one, Negro, <laughs> really bad at holding stuff, looking at the camera. Uh, this is my favorite. It's awesome. It mixes really well with stuff. So check it out. So anyways, <clears throat> as usual, Jen has not read the script for our scripted adventure series. So let's start off. The table read. This is where I get out my pen make judgments. This is our practice before we actually like record the episode. So that's what this is. So anyways, Portalville season two, episode four is titled 11 must go. So, so this is what this one's going to be different though. <clears throat> I'm very snotty today. I'm always snotty. <laughs> But uh, this one, this episode is different because this is not going to have our amusing opener. It is a direct continuation of season two, episode three, Modus Operandi. Yeah. So we're going to start off. We're going to cue nighttime sound effects and cue running in heels sound effects. You're going to have some sound effects in this one, by the way. No, you don't. Yes. All right. All right. How do you know it's recording? Oh, it says recording in the corner. <clears throat> so this one, like I said, it's a continuation of the last episode where Jack is chasing after a perp, and August is starting to follow. So let's do it. <laughs> let's get right into the shit. I'm gonna throw you into the shit, people. August Potts here. Detective Jack has fled into the night, chasing after a suspect. I'm currently in pursuit, heading down the dark back streets. I cannot tell you exactly where they've gone, but I can tell you running on cobblestone is no easy feat. Wearing a pair of Louis heels? I think it's Louis heels. These are actual shoes. I looked it up so you wouldn't say anything. Mm-hmm. These are actual heels, like the shoes from the time period. 1800s. But mind you, I do look fabulous in them. All right. It's hard to see here in the dim lamp light. I'm not sure which street to go down. Then I yell like, ah! In the background. Jack, where are you? Tense beat. Shit, I think it came from this way. 
Can we cue running sound effects again? So clip clop, clip clop or something, you know. Oh no, I found him. Jack! Uh... Jack, are you okay? You're bleeding. Oh, damn. That guy jumped out of the shadow and knocked me over the head with something heavy. Supposed to be like a really good detective. Ah, haven't you seen Seven? Brad Pitt. Here, use my handkerchief. Put pressure on your wound. Oh, not sure why he didn't just kill me. Remember his last note: "Catch me when you can." Maybe he wants to be caught. Oh, oh, I'd very much like to oblige that asshole. I'm not into playing games with psychopaths. We do know it's a man. We don't, but he'll just say him. Them. <laughs> How do we know it's just one man? How do you know it's just one man, Detective Jack Redshirt? We don't know that yet. Okay. He's chased after one, though, so he knows the person he chased after is one person. One person involved, <laughs> at least. Could be a chick. We don't know. It seems to me we don't have a choice. I think we're part of a sick game now, whether we like it or not. Uh, here, help me up. Uh, dad, dad, dad noises. noises. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. You need to see a doctor. That's a pretty good lump you have there, detective. Poof, you might need some stitches too. Uh, I can get patched up later. We need to get to the police station ASAP. I want to see if the killer sent them anything. Why are you so convinced that this creep dropped something off at the police station? Oh, just a hunch. I learned in detective college that a good detective always follows his gut feeling. <laughs> and there's just something I can't shake about this. All right, the police station is down the block here. I know someone at the police station. I bet she'll help us out. Hey, uh, thanks for coming after me back there. You ran into the face of danger to back me up. You didn't have to do that. You would have done the same for me. <laughs> Besides, I want to catch this creep as much as you do. Just don't make me regret, regret, re <laughs> just don't make me regret, I can't say that word, teaming up with you or using one of my best handkerchiefs on you, okay? You write handkerchief in there, and I'm just like, oh, that's normal. But is it really an old-timey word like that? Yeah, I think so. I only know that from movies where they're like, here's my handkerchief. Kerchief. <laughs> my kerchief. Oh, I promise we'll get this guy. Here we are. Well, that was a short walk. <laughs> <laughs> I know where the police station is. Right here. It's right there. <laughs> we can put an interlude in there with a commercial or something. Doop -a -doop -a -doop. Doop -a -doop. <gasps> oh, jeez. I thought I spilled my water. <laughs> so what happened? I kicked over a bottle of Cochlero, but it had the cap on it. Uh, <clears throat> Jack Richard. So that was a pretty noticeable scoff. Who's Megan? Just an old um, acquaintance. She's the police chief's assistant. Uh, why won't she be happy to see you? Is it your winning personality? 
Hilarious. Um, you know, well, we had an incident and haven't spoken for a... Uh, I mean, it could be a dude, too. It doesn't have to be. They've all shit. been dudes. Well, then you'll have to do the voice. You'll have to change the tone to be a girl voice. You're a killer. You're a front desk guy. People running in the street. They've all, <clears throat> they've all been men. You're chiefs of everything. <clears throat> You have to read the Megan stuff then. Just change, change the with a voice changer or something. It's fine. It's written to be a lady, so. <clears throat> bricky. What's bricky? Bold. That's a term for. Oh, you're pretty brave and bricky and bold, aren't you? What you got a lot of nerve coming in here, like in eighties. Movie. They always, I noticed in 80s movies, like detective movies, cop movies, they always have someone they know on the force when there's like, <laughs> they gotta find something. And that's how they always get into these situations or get out of situations. There's like a cop out, I'll call it. And they're like, oh, I know somebody that'll help me. Or like in real life, where they let you do something like that. But it's kind of like a 80s cop show reference, I guess. So I want to be close to the microphone. <clears throat> August Potts. Bricky is always I see. Only incident she's referring to is her telling me she was single, then her boyfriend showing up. Me being buck ass naked and having to climb out the back window of her apartment, then having to walk a mile back to my home nude at four in the morning. Interested? Never did my never did my clothes back. Never did get my clothes oh. back. Never did get my clothes back, or a return call, or a fucking apology. <laughs> what? Meg, Maggie, Meg, look, Megan, I need a favor. That's grand. You've got a lot of nerve waltzing in here. Why would I help you? I'm gonna need. I'm, I'm gonna sound mad as hops, but this is Detective Jack Redshirt. He's one of the visitors from the 80s. We've stumbled on some clues that the killer might not be a lichen at all. This isn't the first time you've chased a cockamamie story, August. Oh, oh, ma'am, we, we have strong cause to believe that this is a person killing these girls and the public and their families, they need to know the truth. And if we can stop the person responsible. So is this your new boyfriend? No, I, uh, <sighs> Megan, I'm sorry about what happened. I was an asshole and you didn't deserve it, but this could mean life or death for more young ladies out there. Please help us. Beat. <sighs> Fine, follow me, but I do think you're both crazy. The attacks are consistent with what we've seen over hundreds of years with werewolf maulings. I know, I've seen plenty as a cop. And as tragic as the young lady's deaths are, this is really nothing new. Then we got a cute, <laughs> cute door opening sound effects, cute door closing sound effects, and then the crowd murmuring kind of quiets. It's supposed to be like a busy police station, so it's people murmuring. 
murmuring in the background. Well, here's the mail room. The whole office is backed up with work, especially the mail room. When did mail room start? They started early here. <laughs> the mail dispensary. Ever since the murders started, a lot of our workers have been scared. Nothing interesting here, mostly returned ticket payments, angry letters from citizens, solicitors, gift boxes to officers, and that really smelly box over there, but nobody's touching it. Don't get paid enough to cover garbage duty. Go nuts though. I think I, you know, <laughs> I think I was, I forgot to continue this sentence. So it says that like a lot of our workers have been scared they're scared to come back and be out doing stuff because everyone thinks there's a werewolf on the loose. So maybe they're supposed to be kind of backed up in the mailroom section because they don't have enough workers. Some people aren't coming in because they had the warnings in the other episode to like stay indoors until they catch the lichen. So a lot of our workers have been scared to come into work. I think so. Yeah. I think I had written something like that and I was trying to word it better and then I forgot to finish <laughs> Finish the paragraph. Yeah. Thanks, Megan. I owe you one. Yeah, you do. But you won't. Don't tell anyone I let you in here. <laughs> and be careful, August. It's one of those cheesy 80s moments. You know, like, you do owe me one. But you won't. And they say something, Then, even though they don't like the person, they're always like, be careful. Yeah. Well, you're the 80s guy, not <laughs> us. We're from the 1800s. Okay, so then we cue the door closing behind Megan. All right, look for any suspicious items, any little thing that stands out as odd. I'm going to open the box. Be careful, Jack. <laughs> Be careful, Jack. Because I'm like Wendy or somebody from. Oh, Jack. Jack, no. Please do be careful. Please do be careful, sir. My hero. <clears throat> right, it might be booby-trapped. I should warn everyone to evacuate. Cue door opening and cue the crowd and murmuring again. bring it outside. Then Jack's shouting because he's like, it could be booby-trapped. Everyone listen up. I'm about to open this stinky box. I need you all to evacuate the building. And then there's a police officer muffled. Ooh. Oh, yeah, sure thing, pal. Oh, you want to do it? Just make everyone man. Everyone should be manly in this. Sure thing, pal. They don't care. Q scattered laughing like they're making fun of Jack. And then I close the door. Why don't you just bring it outside? <laughs> no time. There's no time. Wow, that worked exceedingly well. Here we go. Stand back. I'm going to open it. So we need to find that cute box opening sound effects. I guess we could record us opening a taped package or something. Right? I have a thing I use to find sound effects. I use it Me? every time when you're like, I found all the sound effects that you need. And then I have to use that to go find all the sound effects that I need. She's referring to only like three or four out of like 10 episodes where I said I found every sound effect, but I still had like maybe 10 or 11 sound effects to find for some reason. Mm-hmm. 
are you looking for? No. <laughs> uh, how do I? Boop, boop, boop. Boop, 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 boop. Alexa. Alexa, end call. Fucking Alexa. <laughs> 